welcome muffins and cupcakes to a colorfully baked it organized mess of topic ideas and conversation that we call the rainbow cupcake podcast i am your adorably sprinkle co-host mega muffin and i am your colorful host raymond and today we're gonna be talking about uh a topic that uh, we got invested with uh this couple of weeks really like uh, seriously we started talking about it a lot um meg and i so uh we're calling this one generation of glass uh, so have you ever seen those videos of like some guy usually wearing glasses, uh, steps out of his, of whatever fast food or whatever restaurant they work at, and they take out their phone and begin recording themselves or making a live, and they're crying and saying that, like, they hate the fact that uh, they got yelled at by some woman uh, at the cash register or by their bus or by a number of people, right? Um, and then you got other people that begin to post whining about, like, what their parents did to them. Like, oh, my, my mom, like, did this to me or that. Or what has going on to their school grades or... Uh, or what their girlfriends did to them, or they post on or social boyfriend. media, like, guys, I'm going to take a break because I am so frustrated or for this or that. Uh, and it, it seems to happen constantly. Uh, it's not just like a one-time thing. It's like something that that proceeds to happen, and it keeps happening, and it happens again and again. Um uh, and as 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 us Megan and I we are part of the generation of glass like our parents always say to us like why are you guys whining about this or that all the time yeah uh, they will literally like my dad would tell me why are you crying for that small thing like stop crying yeah like a show ended or got canceled and we immediately like burst into tears because of it. Mm-hmm. Like we truly are a more fragile generation than the last. Yes. I think it's because we're willing to be um, vulnerable when other generations have wanted to keep their feelings to themselves uh, for all their lives, mm-hmm. uh, and barely express that. Like we have our grandparents, and uh, and also our parents, um, who were born in a time where, for example, man had to be all tough. Yes, and they couldn't cry because men don't cry, mm-hmm. and, and women had to be strong, um, you know, and women can cry and do this or that but if a woman is like way too emotional she's called oh that's a very sensitive woman yeah um and 
all these things, like, I, I, I do want to come from a place of truly just exploring this, because I find that there's something wrong about the way we are expressing ourselves in social media in general. Mm-hmm. I think, um, to be honest, I feel like people are sharing too much of their selves to social media. They're sharing the the bad and the ugly, you know, of, of, of us, right? Like the crying about this or that, the, the whining, the, the anger. The, yes. The yes. anger. Oh my gosh, these people, they're so annoying. Look at that guy. He's making this or doing this. Look at that. The, these people in this place, you, you guys stop following that person because they do this or this or that. Guys, look, that other person over there. Uh, they're harassing people, blah, blah, blah. You know, we got that kind of thing uh, going on. And it it is drama. It is it is pure drama in, in, our, really in our world. It, it is kind of like every single feeling, every single thing that we have, we just put it out there. Um, and, and I am thankful that for a long time, um, unlike you, cause you, you will have a different point of view with this, but for me, I never liked social medias and I was never part of them. Uh, I, in fact, like I would, uh, I would tell people, uh, that I thought they were dumb for using Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and all that stuff. And, uh, but I got dragged into it, uh, by a contest that I had, uh, that they had on Instagram and Instagram just got me hooked with the social media stuff. But I started posting my art and it was just my art. I wasn't going to put anything personal about my life. Uh, I even had a full-on relationship for months without saying anything to Instagram or any other other platform and that was that was my first girlfriend I had I I didn't say anything and there's no evidence at all in any social media uh or any place that we ever dated and I am happy about that right um now there is evidence mm-hmm. of you and me <laughs> because we decided to be a little bit more public. But the reason I did that is because Meg is very popular and very kind and very uh, adorable. And she has a lot of cute art and stuff like that. So she's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else can have her. So I had to... I had to I had to uh state that oh no this this is my girlfriend okay <laughs> nobody go mess with her um but yeah no um anyways point is our generation uh 
is very emotional. Um, they are very out there, and, and and that's not bad. Being emotional is good. Being able to express your feelings, great. Being able to understand them, awesome. Mm-hmm. But I feel like putting everything out there, posting everything, talking to public forums and Discord, uh, um, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any any place else, it's you're bringing people to look at you in a state that is supposed to be personal. Um, it's supposed to be personal and in between people that actually care about you. Mm-hmm. Because what if I don't know who you are? I truly don't know. I can go into the comments and start making fun of you for doing that. And then you get offended. And then you reply to the comment. And then you make a video saying how mean people are because they said this and that and that. You become the victim. You make yourself as a victim. You make yourself the victim because you shared something that was personal. It's personal. You cannot, like, if you want to talk about it, talk about to your closest friends friends yeah to your friends best friend or even the friends that you trust like on instagram or in discord to your family you know it's it's something personal right um like i understand that like i understand if you have like a private account where where it's only your friends and family and your friends and family see whatever you're doing i get that but like Making it public is a weird thing. Now, like we always say in this podcast, uh, we really, uh, everything is up to you, you know. Uh, We're not here to impose anything on anyone. We're not here to, uh, you know, try to make you feel bad. We're not here. We're just pointing something out. That's what we do in this podcast. We talk about things that we think are affecting our society, mm-hmm. are affecting who we are and stuff like that. Uh, that's one of the things we do here. And we think that this is something that is affecting us all. Because I think it creates a shame reaction mm-hmm. to where... You, uh, you maybe share things that were too, like, too far. Mm-hmm. And at some point, it's going to come back to bite you. At some point, it's going to come back. Because everything that you do has... A consequence has a repercussion. Has a price. Yeah, if you do something, you better expect it to either go right or wrong. And you cannot just run away with it. You need to deal with it. Yeah, and most of the time, it's gonna go wrong. And and mostly, is with like, if you make a statement of something you believe, you believe that thing. You believe it with all your heart and you make the statement. You decided to pose whatever you believe 
or whatever you like, you know, out there. Whatever, even, even shows, movies, whatever you like. There is someone that is going to hate you for it. Mm-hmm. There is someone that's going to call you names. There is someone that's going to offend you. Threaten you. Threaten you. Mm-hmm. For any opinion, any beliefs, and anything that you like. There is always going to be someone out there. You can surround yourself with positive Awesome communities that are friendly and nice, but at some point, someone's going to disappoint you. Someone's going to say something that's going to hurt you. And someone is going to share their opinion as well. And if you chose to post whatever you believe in and whatever you like or whatever on whatever social media, you should take whatever comes your way. Mm Mm-hmm. You should be able to, and this is what this is our opinion, but you should take whatever comes your way with dignity, and uh, and take that and be like, I don't have to listen to these people, but I can't also, you know, like, it, you know what I mean, Meg. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think? Like, if you're going to post something, like, again, what you said about your opinion of a movie or show or a game or even a belief, um, you need to, you cannot always expect positivity. Just because you have a whole family around you that, you want I mean family, I, I don't mean like biological family, I mean your family as a followers. A community. Yeah, a community. Like, just because you believe something, you're going to have a positive feedback. You're going to have a positive comment. And the reality, it's not like that. It is, but not like a whole entire world's going to agree with you. The whole is the world's not going to like the it's not going to like so much what you're going to say or do. Cuz there's always going to be negative we need to like realize that we live in a life in the life where positive not only roams around exactly. negative is always around too so if you're going to be i'm going to hide away i'm going to run away from negative because i don't want it in my life i don't want it here oh i'm going to turn off the comment section because i want to avoid negative yeah. well sadly you cannot because mm-hmm. negative is part of it, of the of the life exactly and again uh we're just commenting on what we see mm-hmm. uh we're not saying like change now you suck you know we're not saying <laughs> no. that uh we understand that there are real feelings that your feelings are valid that the pain that you feel based on whatever people say or do it is harsh. Believe me, Meg and I understand. Oh yes. Our ADHD uh and maybe autism uh affects our, our way of dealing with with getting uh getting hurt, getting offended. Uh we feel things in a way that is so deep and 
it hurts us really badly. It, we, we're not saying we're being like, oh, we're not being hypocrites. Yeah. We're not saying, okay, everyone else is having feelings. We don't. We do. I have already gone through where people has calmed me down stuff, even my relationship with Ray. But, like, again, I do get hurt. Yeah. I do get hurt. And you know that one feeling you feel in your heart, like, if it was broken, like, you feel like a pain. Yeah. You feel the pain. We feel the pain. And, and, and like, commenting, like, being angry or completely hurt and commenting or responding to people, like, you really need to know how to respond to people. Yes. Because, okay, imagine you posted something. Um, let's go for the example of, of, of you mm-hmm. posting about, like, Israel. Like my growing of country of Israel, yeah, yeah, and like a bunch of people commenting like, "Oh, you're a supporter of uh, of uh, Israel. Israel, and oh, you suck, blah blah blah." They're like, and they said all these hateful things, right? Yes. Um, like what what is it exactly that you did? Like let let's see as an example, like what what do you do about it? One of my biggest mistakes was turning off the comment sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I turn off the comment sections because the only thing I was getting notification was negative stuff. Yeah. But that was because back then I saw it like as something like I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, because, and that's the thing. As you turn off the comment, like, here's the thing. Two things didn't happen. Nobody ever talks to you again. Like, nobody ever, like, those people that were commenting mean things. Yeah. They never, like, comment on your stuff. In my other stuff, I guess. Yeah, right? But the other thing that could happen is that all those angry people, as they they saw that you turned the comments off, they go like, oh, now now it's on. So they go and attack everything else that you make. Right? Like, they Mm -hmm. go and comment and everything else. Oh, you suck. Your art sucks. And, and they go to every single other thing and they, so what are you, what are you going to do? Are you going to just like turn off your comments on everything? Here's what I'm going to do. What I would do is now that, you know, I don't, I would say that was my past part of it. I will actually keep the comment section. I will keep it and ignore it. By, of course, it's going to continue just because I'm going to ignore it. Just because, okay, I'm moving on to my life. They will continue. It's not going to stop. It's going to continue coming, coming, coming. Even people's going to message me. They're going to be like, hey, this and that and all that, right? Yeah. It's the same thing that I always tell you about blocking people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I see a lot of people like telling other people to block people on Instagram or other places. Right. And that's like the worst thing you can do. When you block someone, they know you block them. So they are going to create another account and they're going to keep stalking you. Mm-hmm. Like that, you don't deal with that by doing that. Uh, the way you deal with it is truly ignoring it. Ignoring it all. Like ignoring them. And like if they text you or something, just delete the text. They don't know that you delete the text or anything. They don't know you deleted the chat that you were writing in because for them is going to keep appearing, but you 
for you, it's gone. It's gone. Like, disactivate the notifications. Mm -hmm. Like, disactivate, like, put them on uh, not notification from this person. And that way, they think that they're still there, you know, but they're not. You know, they keep texting you or doing this or that, but you don't even care or notice. But when you block them, they keep on chasing you because you did what they wanted. That's what they're expecting. Yes. They're expecting you. They're not stupid. Nobody is expecting you to act nicely mm-hmm. about something. Like, just act nice and, and not dramatize it. You know, this is like people like to dramatize it like again i'm not saying like don't feel your feelings don't don't keep on expressing yourself but i don't think social media is the right place to do that (laughs) it definitely isn't it isn't like if it's with your friends it's definitely okay right there but to spread it out in social media sharing in your story or or doing this or that that showing to your followers it can cause even worse things. Now, I do think that, uh, and now we're going to enter into a more Christian perspective. Yes. Right? Uh, we were talking more generally for everyone, but now we're going to enter into a Christian perspective. And now we want to address our brothers and sisters who who listen to the podcast. Uh, and to you, we want to say, guys... We're Christians. <laughs> In other words, guys, just stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, it's really sad and disheartening to to see brothers and sisters being overly uh like emotional on social media, right? And here's the thing. We're not saying, like, don't present your real self or your true self or whatever. No. Like, no, no, no. Like, we're not saying that. But it's like, there are things that are personal. And even YouTubers and famous people, they know that. They want to keep their lives private. Look up. Um, I'm going to give this example. But, like, look at Corp's husband. Yeah. He doesn't show his revealing face because he has his reason. He doesn't want to. Yeah. And so many other YouTubers has their reason. And many followers are like, please reveal this and that. Like, mm-hmm. no. What What are YouTubers known for mostly and Twitch streamers? Mm-hmm. They're known for their personalities. Yes. People like your personality. People are there for when you're sad, mm-hmm. when you feel sad, when you feel emotional, when you're this and that, right? But you need to find... Sorry. Uh, you need to find control. Mm-hmm. One of our virtues, one of the Holy Holy Spirit virtues, is control. Is control like one of the fruits of the Spirit is self control, and we need to use that. If you are Christian and you have the Holy Spirit in you, you have the power. To have self-control. In moments where you're feeling you need to go to God. When you're feeling sad, when you're feeling angry, when you're feeling frustrated. 
all your feelings, all the things that are are eating at you, the things that are making you crack slowly, the people that are throwing stones at you, the people that are making you hurt. You got to bring those things to God. Mm -hmm. Talk to God. Express yourself. If you need to cry, if, if you need to cry, don't cry on Instagram. Or Facebook or Twitter or YouTube. Cry to God. You need to think about Instagram and all the other social medias. Yes, they're your followers, but none of them will care. Some of them will skip your story. Some of them won't even go to your live um, streaming thing. And some will, I mean, some will care, but some will be like, I, I never thought this person would go through so much, but... Where is the thing that I she she or he has shown? Exactly. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The testimony we're giving is awful. Because instead of being like, hey, I was going through, I was going through this. Like, you can share your, your stories. You your can testimonies. share your testimony. You can tell people what you were going through, the things that frustrated you. But if you tag it at the end with like, but I went to God and, and I, I really like just gave all that to him. And man, I feel better. Like I really feel better. You know, and if, 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 if you have, if you're scared of giving those things to God, right? Find your best friend. Right? A, a brother and sister in Christ that you trust. And talk to them first. Mm -hmm. Talk to them. And with them, talk to God. Include God in your... Like, this is something that people don't... Sometimes don't... Uh, we talked about it in, in our prayer yes. episode. That... You and me, when we're together, sometimes we start talking to God together. We pray together. Mm -hmm. Like, and what I mean by that, it's like I tell Meg, like, like God, like, please, just like, like, thank you for, for you, like, because God has given me such a just a great, amazing person by my side. Like, like I, I, I talk, I include God in our conversation, and. If you include God in the conversation, you go like, sorry, God, that I wasn't able to tell you directly, but thank you for giving me this friend or this brother and sister who I can talk to, right? Uh, and, and as you say those things, you include God in the conversation. God, I want you to hear this as I tell it to my friend, as I tell it to my brother or sister. Please hear this as well. And you're including God. God's listening all the time, right? But you're including that and you're making you're making that conversation, that whining, that pain, that, pain, that anger. whatever, that mm -hmm. anger, you're making it a prayer. Mm -hmm. Yes. Look at David. Isn't that what he did all the time? He would be feeling pain like when somebody died, when he did something wrong, and he would just just write songs. He not only made songs, but made songs for God. A yeah. way to speak to God. So so instead of using that energy 
to like whine to people on the internet or to like tell people what you went through and you feel so bad and whatever. Use that to do something beautiful, to create something. I love the way that Meg like is beginning to or, or has always use her drawings to express her emotions mm -hmm. and how she's feeling that day or the things she's expressed trying to express to the world mm -hmm. she does it through her artwork and through her artwork she makes something beautiful instead of something that is just basically drama exactly the thing is like for me in my social media Christian or not, you're going to have different type of people who's going to follow you. Why do they follow you? Because the, it all depends the type of social media you have. I have an art account. I draw. Not many fan arts I do. I mostly focus more on the Bible and other stuff. But people like that, and there are so many non-Christians that follows me, and they like my Christian my Christian posts. Yeah. They don't comment down nothing, but they, they like it, right? Mm -hmm. Because I have people like that in my life that are following me. Then as my role, as my role as a daughter of God, as a vessel, mm -hmm. I need to start showing an example as a Christian life. Does that mean that, oh, okay, so let me be, uh, let me be all positive. Let me put a whole smile and all that. I'm not asking that to do it. Yeah. But I'm also not asking to share your whole entire life to the people that they follow you. Because again, not everyone are going to care about it. Because right now, not right now, I mean, what I'm saying is that the ones who are following you is because they're not following you for your life. They're following you because of whatever you post in whatever social media. The majority of the people that they follow me, they are focused more on my artwork than less on my life's problem. And what if I post it, what they're going to do? Yeah. Suddenly I'm going to have like about only four or five people liking my video. Zero comments. Not enough sharing. Yeah. Like. And only the ones who will comment and mm -hmm. like it are your closest friends. Yeah. And, and, and then we have the, the, the Christians that are always talking about being being persecuted right mm -hmm. on their platforms on yes. their social media by other people but social media is made to express mm -hmm. your opinions so if somebody says something that's their opinion. If somebody comments on your post saying something, that's their opinion. Exactly. That's their belief. You cannot... First things first. You and us, we cannot change anyone. Yes. And don't be a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you attack a community, expect the community to attack you. Think about it this way. If you, oh my brothers and sisters, if you or us were being persecuted, 
you're going to protect us because we're family. The same thing like any other community would do to them. Because in that other community, if you're thinking about, oh, she's talking to this specific community, I'm talking about every different community. Let's go, like... On a macro, let's talk about, like, for example, the gamer community. If you say something about, like, oh my gosh, games suck. They are the worst. Gamers are the worst kind of people. They are stupid. And they only drink, like, Mountain Dew and play games all day. Stereotyping, literally. Yeah. And they don't do anything. They don't work. They just stay on their, on their, on their, um on their seat and play video games. Well, that's their job. <laughs> so like what I just did there, I should expect the gamer community to <laughs> come and attack me. Are you okay? In this part, that's when most people and mostly Christians will be like, I need help. I'm being persecuted by this community for the gamers who are attacking me. And not just gamers, any community. And I'm yeah. <sighs> No, you're not. You're not being persecuted. You're you, people you are attack. You attack first. People are attacking back. Here's the thing: being persecuted is you saying nothing and people hitting you in the face for it. You carrying a Bible and people taking the Bible away and throwing them away and or hitting it. With, the, with your own Bible. That's persecution. Persecution is being murdered because of what you believe. Persecution is being killed because you got together in one place without... In secret. In secret. Not even in front of people. Not even telling them what you believe. No, you were just with your family. Talking about God. With the Bible. And then some guy comes in there and kills you all. That That's is persecution. persecution. Exactly right. In other words, let's put it to this way. Um, a boy, okay? Let's just say a boy is just walking down normal in a school. Suddenly, another boy comes and provokes him, bully him, and then the one who bullied him being like, I'm being bullied because now the kid that I bully is bullying me back. What can I do? Help me. I'm like, well, who started it first then? Exactly. Like... Don't become the bully mm -hmm. because that's where everything starts. And I'm not saying bully. I'm saying anything like that. Here's the thing. Before you make any comment on anything, before you try to talk to someone about something that you believe, make sure you have the right words or just don't say anything. Because you need to know about the community you're talking about. Put your shoes in. I'm not saying be like them. If you want, like, if you want to talk about this community and be like, I don't want to start any argument. I don't want to start any conflict. Mm -hmm. This is just what I believe or this is a response to what I want to say. Right? Like... Okay, you're sharing that opinion, right? You're going to share that opinion. Be, make sure. Make sure that you're trying to talk in a way that doesn't incentivize people to talk about. For example, let's let's go from the perspective of me talking about Christians. All right. Right? Yes. Okay. I am, let's say I'm an atheist. Okay. 
Let, let's do a little role play, right? Mm -hmm. I'm an atheist. I know you. You're mm -hmm. my friend. And you're Christian. Let's just say best friends. Yeah, we're best friends. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, I don't agree with what you believe, but I like you as a person. You're amazing. You're awesome, right? And mm -hmm. then, you're my friend. I post, like, you follow me. Yes, I follow you. You follow me. Mm -hmm. And then, a, a lot of your other friends who are Christians, they follow me. Mm -hmm. One day, I go, well, you know what? I am tired of Christians, uh, like, I'm tired of Christians saying that, saying people uh, uh, doing this or that, right? Mm -hmm. And I go on... on on uh, and post about this and I'm like man like Christians are like the worst people out there they uh like the god they serve is uh allow slavery the god they serve uh hates women and like I don't understand why the, these people are, like, so uh, obsessed with this book that contains knowledge of, of like, people from the past because they are, uh, all of that stuff is just fairy tales, right? And uh, let's go even more nicer. All right. Let's go even more nicer. Like, hey, I have a lot of Christian friends. Mm -hmm. uh, I they're amazing. I, like I like them, but man, the the Bible, God, they're the worst. I mean, like that God is like is like slavery. He doesn't like women, and then the list goes on. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> that person, that atheist, even if they are uh, either being like the mean. The completely mean one, right? Mm -hmm. Or not not completely mean, but trying to express their opinion about a certain group of Christians, right? Mm -hmm. Or being the nicer one, saying like, hey, Christians are really good. They help to the community, and they give out to people that need it. I have a Christian friend. Uh, I have a couple of Christian friends, right? Uh, but I think the God they follow is a monster. You know? Yeah. Don't you think... All the things I said, guys, as a Christian, doesn't that offend you? Didn't that offend you? Did it? It kind of did, actually. It actually did. It did. Because it offends me. Every time I hear it from people that are atheists or things like that, right? Uh, people that are agnostic or whatever. People that are from our other religion. Whenever somebody talks about someone... about God mm-hmm mostly God I I get sad it and hurts. I get offended and the immediate thought in my mind is okay I'm just gonna write a comment on this telling them why they're wrong because God like look at all the women in the Bible like they're awesome and, and they're great and look at all these things that are that are proof that God didn't allow slavery. It was just something about the time and whatever history, you know, and I, I want to explain all these things in my head to these people that think that God is evil and think that God is bad, but they're like, okay with Christians or whatever I'm friends, but they are offending me and they don't know it because they don't believe in that God.
they don't believe in that God, right? Right. Let's say, let's go ridiculous, right? If I love a toaster, and I think the toaster has sentience and it's alive, the toaster is alive, right? I'm going like very exaggerated. <laughs> if somebody offends the toaster, saying, "Wow, that that's really that's really stupid. That's funny. Like this guy is crazy, or like this is dumb. Like why would you?" Why would you love a toaster? You know? Mm -hmm. Don't you think that person's going to be offended? You offended the thing they love. Right. You will. You offended the thing they love, so of course they're going to respond in anger. You're Guys, Christians out there, you're not being persecuted. You're just telling... You're just making people feel... Uh, bad because you're not saying the right words exactly right if you're not delivering the right message you're not studying the communities that you're trying to reach what's up what's up and anyways why are we so concerned about well, this is for another podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about that for another yeah. podcast. But I will want to say something. For those of you who says, I'm being prosecuted, I'm being this and that. Mm -hmm. Think about think about the disciples. Yeah. Think about them. They were persecuted. For That's persecuted. Yeah. Like, we can't... We can't say, like, oh... Like, this is modern persecution. Like, this is our persecution. Okay, if you believe that, fine. Like, if you really, really believe that in your heart, if you think that that's true, then fine. Right? But modern persecution, or, sorry, persecution has always been the same and will always be the same. And it still exists the same way it existed before. Mm -hmm. Christians back then. Like, let, let's say. Did you know that the word Christian. Is. Was. Was. Comes from a word that is supposed to mock us. That's a, that's a word that's supposed to mock us. To make fun of us. Yes. But what did we do in the past? We took it as our own, and we call ourselves Christians. Look. It's like this. Let's put an example. Oh, look at that Christian. Oh, thank you for giving me a name now. Yeah. What did Paul say? People call us crazy. We are crazy. We are. Even if you're, if you believe you're getting persecuted, you should react positively to it, the persecution. You should actually be celebrating yes because that's what paul says to celebrate to be happy because you're doing persecution. god's job you're doing an, a, jo a job from god if you believe that whatever you said was because you're getting persecuted your answer should not be man we'll pray to god so like it lifts away your persecution. Or like, oh, so you feel better. Do you know what I do when I hear that Christians got killed 
in a different country, I always say, those are real Christian. Those are.、Mm-hmm. I don't get sad. I don't get angry. I get a little upset that that people can't share their beliefs and peace. Or can't even read the Bible. Yeah, like I get upset about it. I go like, man, I really wish those countries could do those things without getting invaded in their homes, without getting invaded in their secret、uh, hideouts. I do feel bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not like heartless.、So. But instead of responding, see, like I'm inserting the control、mm-hmm. because my first response is to be like, "How dare they?" Oh yeah. Like defeat the people of God, you know? Like because David was like that a lot. Like he would. Yeah, he was. He would.、Uh, he would like. Let's say that it's the.、Uh, <laughs> you know, he he would write down. Like the comments that we do nowadays, like those enemies of the Lord, like defacing the name of the Lord. What God? When are you gonna destroy them? You know, like David was pretty, a、uh, pretty like、David、had a lot of. Clearly, will be that type of person here in the modern days. <laughs> <Yeah> . But Paul is very different because Paul is showing that self restraint, that self control, instead of responding with his humanity, but being like. Like those evil doers, oh God, smite them! No, 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 no. No. He would be like, wow, like glory to God,、oh, Amen. Amen. Those brothers and sisters, they die for Christ, and they're honored because of it. I mean, that's an honoring thing. And 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 someday we're gonna see them again, and we're gonna celebrate together for as successful. Exactly. Like we can't look. If you truly believe that you're being persecuted because of comments down below on a post that you made, then deal with it. Actually, then deal with it. It's a price. It's a price of being a Christian. It's a price of whatever you're posting that you feel like being persecuted. That's your price. Now put it. I'm gonna put it to this way. Let's say you see those people that are preaching in the street, right? And suddenly a person points a gun at that person. What are you gonna do? Beg for mercy, like saying, "Please, no, 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 I'll do anything," or "Please, don't kill me," or will you still preach? Yeah, like I can honestly stand here and say that I would continue to preach if somebody pointed a gun at my face. Are you sure that you could say that? Are you sure that you are being persecuted? Because if you were being persecuted, then why turn you, off the comments? Why cower away? Why, Why del- for seeking and crying to your brother and sister like I need help, please? Why delete your post or do this or that? Why run away and cry? Have self control. Again, we're not being hypocrites. We know what we feel. We know that we feel things, and we've we been、understand. through something like this. And I'm gonna be honest here. I was like that. I was like that. I. Even for the smallest thing, even if it was nothing to do with my with my post significant, and it would be like, oh, your art is not that good; it needs better help. I will cry, <laughs> but that was back then. That was back then. You know what? We are a generation of glass. We are. But let them break us. 
I'll put it to you this way. It's something that God revealed me in this, like this whole weekend has been going crazy. I cannot take this out of my mind. And thankfully, God Almighty, we had this chance to talk about this. But let me put it to you this way right here. In order for you to no longer be a glass, but be a stone, a, a vase, a strong vase, you need to break. You need to break. And when I mean break, I mean you need to go through something in order in order for God to make you a vase. And as someone who's gone through so much, I'm not going to share so much. I have a testimony with my with another stuff that I have to tell this. But as someone who has um who has been sleeping in the floor for 3 years. Yeah. Who had it, a dad who has anger issues. Who I don't really have my own home and still I don't. For someone where I get headaches, I have panic attacks, I get anxiety, sometimes I get into depression. And my boyfriend right here, he knows what I'm going through right now. He knew what I've been going through. And somehow, I'm here alive. I am not down on my knees crying. <laughs> And being like, I gave up. Lord, take me now, please. I, I cannot stand it. I am not saying that. And Meg, if you know Meg, Meg is one of the most emotional people I've ever met in my life. But she's also the strongest person I know. Because she doesn't let those things just beat her down. She has been able to stand up and walk with Christ. I am a I was raised I was raised by my parents during their missionary life. I was raised in a different country, in a country where I saw poverty all around, where I had to be poor for a long time. And God provided us with food. Amen. We ate well, thanks to God. But we lived a minimus, minimus life, like something small, right? I don't understand. It's, I'm truly going to say this. It's entitlement, most of it. Yes. And it's really harsh to say that, but it, it is. Americans, you guys are very entitled. I'm sorry to be harsh, but it's the reality. Even black people, even even anyone who says they're a minor minority here in the U.S., like like whoever, Mexicans, Latinos, anyone who says they're a minority here in this country, yeah, go to different countries, guys. When you look at people, when, when I saw with my own eyes, I saw people begging in the streets with their kids dying. I saw coffins for babies who couldn't be fed 
people poor, so poor that they had to live in, live next to a hospital because they were sick all the time. And then that hospital kicked them out and built another building in there. And those people, who knows what happened to them, probably died. But those are people in poverty. Those are people that deserve, mm-hmm. deserve, deserve to say something. Those are people that need to, to whine to the world. Those are people that deserve to say, hey, look at me. I am suffering. Here in America, here in the United States of America, you guys are privileged, so privileged to even have a house. Your own house. A house with two rooms? Four rooms? Four rooms. You want to know something? I don't have a house. But I am grateful where I am right now. Because there are people, like Ray said, there are people who don't even have at least a place to sleep. During this time, it's cold where I am. And there's people living, living in the streets. And you know what I see them? They're not even crying. They're happy. When they receive something, when they get food, when they have all those things, when they get a gift from someone, they don't whine about it. When they get a job, when they get a house, It just makes me, it just confuses me, right? It makes me sad to see because when you are able to just whine or feel threatened by comments on Instagram or social media, it tells me that you have not suffered at all. Meaning that you haven't even broke. You're still made of glass. You have cracks. And you keep on putting bandages as if that's going to hold you. In other words, you're not letting God to move you on. You're not letting God to make you into a vase. You want to continue living as a glass. You want to become a warrior that is a glass. How are you going to go fight if you are a glass? Stop being made out of glass. Let reality sink in. There are worse things in this world. Let yourself be broken by the pressure of reality and the world. Don't fear the pain. Don't fear it because you're going to live it Every single day of your life after you come out of your parents' homes. And guys, this is nothing compared what's what is to come. We don't know what if suddenly the government said no more Christianity. Are you gonna handle the persecution now? Because that's gonna when it becomes a real. Yeah. That's when the real thing is gonna come. And just yeah. because you're still made out of glass. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna hide away because you're gonna be afraid to be broken.
You're going to run away because you know you're glass. You know that you're fragile. So you're going to run away. You're not going to let them break you. And you need to let them break you. Because when they break you, you're going to come out stronger. Gotcha. When you're broken, you come out stronger. That's life. When you get hurt, when you break, you fall. When you truly fall, and you come out of it with a smile, it means that you grew. You mature. And now you're stronger. We had it to be broke, Ray and me. And I'm not, I'm going to be honest. It was really harsh. It was really, 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 really bad, actually. But what's worth it? No. What's worth it? To continue being made of glass or now knowing the reality and dealing with it, but knowing that you're pulling your trust to God. Yeah. We had it to be broke. We cannot live a Christian life as a glass. During 2020, I... That was the moment I truly broke. And I let God build me up again. You know, and that doesn't mean life gets easier. Or you're no longer going to suffer through. <laughs> it's just that the hard things, you're able to carry and carry them better. And if you're truly believing Christ, you're going to give those, give those things to him so he can help you carry that load. Mm-hmm. But that is all for today. Uh, we are, uh, I think Meg wants to make like a post about this. Um, yes, I will actually. Uh, so it's um, just, you know, just go ahead it's a mini small comic it's it's not really a story 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 it's mm. mostly kind of like what have we spoke about yeah hopefully. i can't say i can't say it's 100 percent confirmed i'm gonna make it because i'm yeah. still having school stuff especially holidays coming up oh merry christmas <laughs> happy, happy holidays like i think uh i'm not sure about this yet mm-hmm. but hopefully Hopefully, we're able to have a Christmas special thingy. It's just probably just going to be me singing holiday songs. Hopefully, Meg. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to try to record certain things and just post them. Like, maybe record a couple of songs right. and post them uh, on the page. So, be tuned for that. Maybe, like, a little cover or, or, or two about Christmas songs. So, that's going to be a little... Christmas special. Uh, Meg is going to be narrating something for you at the beginning of the Christmas special. Uh, Hopefully. If you don't don't see that, then uh, we couldn't do it. (laughs) But, But yeah. All right. So thanks for listening. If you want to be a part of our community, check the description below. Uh, soon we are going to be in Twitch and Facebook, so stay tuned for that. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.